0: Hi guys! Welcome to episode 3 of the Fangirl Therapy podcast. Today's episode is Fangirl Therapy's Ultimate Concert
1: Guide. I'm Anna. And I'm Meg. And we're Fangirl Therapy! Um, we are recording outside today, so if you hear airplanes and cicadas, that is why. Um, hopefully it adds a layer of um, like nature aestheticness. Vibes. Yeah versus a layer of of annoyance so let us know
0: but yeah yeah um yeah so we're outside right now and first off before we like continue with the episode because as you heard this is our concert guide we're really excited we've been planning this episode for a while and we're going to be giving you guys tips tricks advice basically everything from like all our combined years of going Going to to concerts. concerts yep So we're really excited, but first of all, we want to super quickly clarify, so obviously normally when you guys listened to the podcast, there was three people talking, Mm -hmm. Emily is no longer like, with, oh, (laughs) she's not dead, she's not dead, she just doesn't do the podcast with us. Yeah, she has a lot of other things in
1: her (laughs) schedule and it just wasn't working out, but that's okay, she might join us in future episodes, she might not.
0: She's no longer with us. (laughs)
1: yeah but like she's okay and we wanted to like address it really fast yeah we're good um next little segment of every video we do is current faves so Anna, do you want
0: to start with this one yeah also really quickly like we've obviously been gone for like many many months oh right so um we're not gonna like go into it but we are fine we were just like super busy with school and everything, but... And, like, work over the summer. Hard. I worked yeah. a lot. Like, I, like, literally was working, like, at
1: least 35-hour weeks. So, yeah. it was just, like, a lot to try to figure out and, like, scheduling conflicts, people being
0: out of town and getting into the groove of school and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, all that. So, you know, but we're very committed. We finally have, like, a good schedule, so now we're, like, good with recording every week. Yes. Yeah, so we're um, going to be um, releasing... Chris. Bi-weekly too. So. Yes, and we'll talk about that maybe at the end a little bit more, yeah. but that's kind of the plan. Okay, so current faves, we're going to go really fast on this. So my current faves are, first of all, we haven't been able to talk about Guts, but I love that album so much. When I first heard it, I really was like not a fan, but I really like it. So Making the Bed is, I mean, the best song on Guts, I feel like we can all agree, hopefully. Um, we also have, like, some cute little cups with our water. Oh, yeah, if you hear, like, the clanking. Yeah, those are cups. Yeah. Um, I love Guts. Also, some of my favorite songs. I recently discovered this song. I don't know why. I never heard it before. I Care by Beyonce. And I don't really listen to this album, like, out of all her music. But it's one of my favorite songs of hers. And then, also, last thing, I love this song. I heard it in my friend's car the other day. And I can't stop listening to it. It's called I Love You by Between Friends. And they're like a like duo, I think. But I just love that song. It's so fun. So I'm kinda in those vibes. Nice. Um,
1: my current faves, I've been listening to a lot of Noah Khan now getting into my fall. My Sad Girl Fall. My Sad Girl Sad Girl Autumn. Yeah. Mm hmm Sad Mm -hmm. girl autumn. Um Sad Girl Autumn. Yeah, and I'm really jealous of mm. people who are going to see him live, but that's a story for another time. Um, all right, so now we are going to start getting into the normal scheduled programming of our Woo! episode. So, so basically exciting. how this episode is going to work is we have five different um, sections. Yeah. So, we have a pre-buying section, buying, post-buying, concert day, and post-concert section yeah so that we can take you through the whole entire journey of the concert and the experience concerts are and things like that yeah we're so. excited so
0: get your little c- cute cup get some coffee or something and join us outside in the nature yeah especially if we this could be somebody's like first time going to a concert and they might listen to this episode Aww. Um, we also if have a concert you, coming up. Oh my gosh, we do! We're gonna really quickly take a detour to <gasps> talk about a concert we have coming up actually in like two days. I'm so I'll excited! Talk about like that. we're literally okay. So today's Tuesday. We are leaving on Thursday morning
1: to go to Nashville to see Hosier, and I am so excited. I like can't even control my excitement because I love him so much. And if you've listened to the first two episodes, like I talk about him like a lot oh my in my God. current faves so like crazy. section. And I'm so excited because, like, it's literally, like, a religious experience seeing him
0: live. Oh, my God, I'm so And the crowd excited. is amazing. And I'm,
1: oh, my God, I'm so excited. Like, I, don't I really, could literally
0: pass out. I don't even really know what to, like, expect for this experience because this is, like, a different type of concert, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited. So, we're going to start with pre-buying. We have a lot of tips here. So, like, you know, feel free to take notes or anything. So, starting off with pre-buying, this is basically everything that happens before the actual tickets are purchased or whatever so this is knowing when an artist announces a tour how to know what city to go to how to know where to sit um all that different stuff so the first thing is knowing when an artist actually announces a tour yep so the way i pretty much always find out about tours is through instagram but obviously there's other ways to find out through other than just like social media well, I think social media is the biggest one. Yeah, for um, sure. Also definitely
1: like if you like don't have social media, don't like social media whatever, mm-hmm. um you can definitely sign up for like, I know Live Nation and Ticketmaster <clears throat> yeah. fre- frequently, frequently send me emails about concerts Yeah, because I get emails from them
0: literally freaking all like the time. every single day. Yeah. So, so, they give you, like, concerts near me. Also, Spotify does that. Yeah, Spotify email. Spotify emails does you concerts near you. And um, they do, like, the little pop-up
1: things, yeah. too.
0: My favorite app for, like, literally any type of concert information or anything is just Ticketmaster because, mm-hmm. basically, a lot of the biggest concerts are kind of fed through, like, that app.
1: No, all of them. Um, it's either
0: t- Ticketmaster or Live Nation, but Ticketmaster yeah. owns Live This is a whole nother.
1: subject. True. I don't even know get about get all into. that stuff. But,
0: yeah, Ticketmaster, and they will give you emails of, like, concert recommendations, who's coming near you, all that kind of stuff. So, it doesn't have to be social media, but for me, typically, it's just because I follow all of my favorite artists on Instagram or whatever, so I normally just kind of see it. Um, so, when an artist posts, I'm just going from, like, the guide of, like, social media, but it doesn't have to be that way, but... You can also like it. hear about it from like friends, like that's an yeah, obvious one. Yeah, word of mouth, which sounds like old-fashioned for some reason, but it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like like a pigeon, like they can like <coughs> have a carrier pigeon drop a message on your <laughs> I just choked on my yeah. water. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my so, gosh, look how loud that. I know was that was a loud <laughs> call. Sorry, headphone users, guys. So when an artist announces a tour, I'm just gonna say like on social media because that's like the easiest way to do it. So. They will obviously have all the different dates normally listed on like the poster or whatever mm-hmm. that gets posted on their Instagram. So it'll also tell you like when is pre sale, when is sale, and all this stuff. And it can actually be kind not of, necessarily.
1: Well, it sometimes they will the cash tells, in the caption. It usually just tells you dates and cities. Oh. And in order to yes. find out pre sale information, that is when you go to Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. Live Nation, or sometimes the artist's website will have more information on yeah. that. But Ticketmaster and Live Nation always always do and if it's a big huge person like for example taylor swift there's going to be a lot of different pre-sales and so so um an account like way. taylor nation which is um taylor swift's like headquarters, yeah, like head- basically H- her kind of. team's instagram account for promoting her um they give information and more more detailed information about yeah. different presales. when in doubt just
0: up. go to the artist's website like just search or, up the artist's name on google when in doubt go to ticketmaster yeah or ticketmaster Um, or, you know, whatever. So, next is how to know what city to go to. This, Meg, is, like, more well-versed in this than I am, but there is kind of specifics with it because, obviously, so we live... Should we say where we live or no? Okay, well, anyways. Basically, where we live... We live in the southeast of the United
1: States of America. We live
0: in, like, a city, but it's not necessarily a city that too many people come to. Smaller artists often come here, but... It's a business city. It's a financial city.
1: Um, our main... (laughs) Our main I feel like, like people are just gonna know what we're talking it's about. It's fine. You our, guys main, aren't gonna, like, our main our main like reason why people come to our city is for like banking and work and stuff like that. Um We are the biggest nice. city in our state, but we are not the capital.
0: Yeah, like it's is, also like, no like, like, we're guess, literally just, guess where. <laughs> guess where? <laughs> but it's not like something like Nashville where it's like a music hub. You know? Yeah, like no, it's not at, at all. And we um... yeah, but there's, people, there's people several there's several reasons why here.
1: people don't normally come to our state slash
0: city um (laughs) why is this like a guessing game yeah I don't know anyways (laughs) I mean it's a big city so it's not like you're gonna like find a rat yeah but we do have every single type of venue
1: like we have an auditorium we have uh, a very small intimate venue we have mm -hmm. a little bit of a bigger intimate venue then we have two amphitheaters maybe more than two actually um Mm -hmm. we have at least one arena we have a stadium so
0: we have like pretty much everything So there could be certain like special guests. So obviously most artists, I would say most artists these days, or like most big artists, mm-hmm. will have openers. So obviously part of the reason, if you live in somewhere like us, or even just like a small town or something, and you're trying to figure out where you should go for a concert. So let's say you live in like a small town in, in Ohio. Yeah, and you don't know if you should go to well, this, well, big city, this big city, this big city, whatever. A second. Let's
1: say you have the financial means to yes. be able to choose where you go, because a lot of people do not have that um, luxury. And if most of the time, if a and this is also for usually, if a, a good artist actually. isn't going to your state slash city like obviously if they're coming somewhere close to you that's easy for you to travel you would go there first like Mm
0: -hmm. unless
1: again you have the financial means and you want to try
0: to go to a show that's going to be very significant for the artist if you're a very big fan of something yeah so there's things and that kind of leads into there's things like obviously you might want to go to certain locations because the opener is like the one that you want I guess like how Taylor had different openers she had like Phoebe Bridgers, BB Doobie, Gracie Abrams and there was different ones for different shows yeah so there's that there's also could be like I'm gonna let Meg explain this yeah so there's also and this is kind of a
1: little bit more confusing and like something that only people yeah only people who like really really care about this stuff which is not a large group of people would actually be interested in knowing this But um, a lot of times for a big show for the artist personally, so for example, Harry Styles playing at Wembley because that was the stadium he grew up going to, Mm -hmm. like that's when his mom comes, his sister comes, his old preschool teacher comes, Niall Horn comes and sees him. Like that kind of thing is, (coughs) if it's significant for the artist in a way, usually they might do something cool. Like like, special. Yes. Like go... they might s- introduce whoever is there mm-hmm. or they might play a special song because someone is there or they might mention or tell a story they might interact with the crowd differently things like that are things that like actual true like i don't want to say groupies because that has like a <laughs> very negative connotation very
0: big fangirls maybe very big fans would care about <laughs> yeah um okay so next i love talking about this Next, we want to talk about how to know where to sit. This is still pre-buying because Mm -hmm. obviously you want to decide – this is important. You want to decide where you are going to sit and choose seats before you actually, like, get on the website in the queue, like, buying them. Well, I don't do it ahead of time, but you probably should.
1: Unless you know that the venue is only general admission. So, like, make sure yeah. you know the venue. So, if it's only general admission because it's a smaller venue, obviously you don't have to think about this. If it's somewhere, someplace like an <clears throat> amphitheater especially, you're going to have to put a lot of thought into where you want to sit because of things like prices mm-hmm. and also, like, view and taking everything into consideration with that.
0: Yeah. So, I, I'm trying to actually find, like, here we go. I have a list now of like all different all the different concerts I've been to um I might be missing a few but like for me I'm a big fan of like being in the nosebleeds because I like to see like sort of the visuals of like this huge crowd and like this whole yeah the whole picture really it really depends on the artist though if you're seeing somebody like Taylor Swift like I wish I had been closer obviously you know money's kind of like an issue with that but (laughs) I mean of course if I have to choose I would be closer but, um, like, for example, I don't remember. Oh, I was thinking about getting tickets to go see Olivia uh, 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 Olivia sorry. Rodrigo. Yeah. And, sorry, we took a little point .5 just now to maybe put on our Instagram, so she'll go check that out. I look Ooh, crazy.
1: I look crazy, too. It's okay. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, I was thinking about that. For her, I was like, oh, I want to be high up because I feel like there's going to be some cool visuals and lights and, like, stuff like that. But I don't know. I personally kind of like being in the nosebleeds. It's a little less, like, pressure in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. Next, we want to talk quickly about presale. I'm going to let Meg talk about this. Well, I think
1: there's more to say about where to sit. Um, Yeah, okay. Very quickly, I want to mention that if you are are in an amphitheater, um, you need to take into consideration that lawn is always the cheapest. Pit is usually in the middle. Mm. Seats are usually most expensive, closer up. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say pit prices and higher, um, like, higher up seats are probably around the same price. Lawn is usually very cheap. Lawn and pit are both general admission.
0: Which, lawn is, like, an amphitheater, not all venues have. That's what I just said. Oh, okay. I'm talking about an amphitheater specifically. No, (laughs) you're fine. Um, so... You have to take
1: that into consideration like if you want to be close if you want to see something and you are in a general admission section you need to take into account the price especially the demand if the demand for standing tickets is really high those prices are going to be really high and also you need to take into consideration um queuing if you want to get close you need to plan ahead to line up early um that is also another thing that depends on the venue and something that we are going to get into like more mm-hmm. um and also very quickly um for arenas and stadiums like Anna was saying it just kind of depends on your own like how you feel about like where you want to be visually because a lot of the times those kind of shows are more visual yeah. versus just like auditory
0: um I like to be kind of like looking out at the whole crowd though me too that's a it's very really nice
1: personal like a uh, like yeah, that's opinion. Personal usually preference sure. lower bowl tickets are more expensive. Mm-hmm. Nosebleeds are cheapest. Middle and pit are probably the same price. Yeah. So, like, and, but there's also things like VIP. It just kind of depends, but Ticketmaster will have all the information. Um, especially, like, I know amphitheaters have a lot of VIP sections. Yeah. So you need to, like, think about that ahead of time if you would like the VIP options.
0: <coughs> mm, sorry, guys. Okay, yeah. So next is signing up for pre sale. I, want to say something really quickly I recently made the mistake um Mm -hmm. of signing up for a presale that was Amex right and one of my parents has like an Amex card or whatever so I signed up for Amex presale um I did not realize my small brain didn't realize that Amex and American Express are the same thing Good job. Round of applause. Can we get a round of applause? (laughs) I did, in fact, miss the
1: pre-sale. I did not get tickets. She Basically, she thought she was signing up for the normal, like, pre-sale that
0: you sometimes get a code for, sometimes don't. I I just, I don't, I just, my brain didn't put together Amex and American Express are the same thing, so I was like, oh, that's just Amex. Mine's later. Anyway, don't do that. Really don't do that. Um, but Make sure you know pre-sale, what pre-sale you're signing
1: up yeah. for first. That's and the first honestly, step. And honestly,
0: a very good rule for pre-buying and, like, buying stuff, all the information that you need is going to be there for you pretty much. So if you're looking on Ticketmaster or somewhere that has all the information, it'll tell you when is this pre-sale, when is this code coming out. Like, there's just all this stuff that would take forever to, for us to even talk about. But, yeah. Um,
1: also, just, like, really quick, um, usually – um, American Express presale or Capital One presale is um, the one that you have highest chance of buying tickets for because that's usually the one that is first and usually there's not a lot of people who are signed up for that one because it's specific to the mm-hmm. type of credit card you have. Right. So, so these, these pre-sales... like the code. The code is the last what, however many digits of your card. Oh, I didn't so, know that. So yeah. So that is. Um, that is usually how you can be guaranteed to get some sort of tickets for mm-hmm. some sort of price yeah. and not have
0: them sell out. So, on you. just know when we're talking about presales, we're basically saying a lot of artists have like some kind of deals. I don't really know how it works, but they will have like some deal with a credit card company. So, let's say your mom has an American Express card or a Capital One card and Olivia Rodrigo's tour says like, you know, Capital One presale or something. Basically, that pre-sale, is just, it's just promoting the credit card company, mm-hmm. but it's, like, if you have this card, then you sort of can put it in, sign up for the pre-sale, and then pre-sale just happens before the regular sale that goes to everybody else. General sale. And then a lot of times, instead of it just being pre-sale, just, like, opens, you'll get a code, and it's just, like, kind of random, um, especially with bigger artists, that happens. But And that that's helpful because it shows that you
1: knew about this sale, you wanted, like, it shows that you... Yeah. Are like, an actual big fan. It gives you a bigger chance of getting tickets over someone who doesn't actually care that much about
0: said artist. And it's it's hard to, like, talk about all this stuff because it's so different depending on the artist. Like, Mm -hmm. bigger artists are different than smaller, but all that kind of stuff. So, moving on to buying. The actual, like, buying process. First of all, a tip we have is... Make sure that when you are gonna get in, like the queue, which is basically just the line to get tickets. Um, oh, there's a leaf blower. There's Hi, a leaf, leaf blower. blower. Hi. <laughs> um, Hopefully you can still hear so, us. So yeah, that might be annoying, but it's okay. I don't know who that is. Um, but let's say you're trying to get, and you're trying to get in the queue. It's a good idea. That is so dang loud. I know it's really loud. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. I, mean, I had to just talk really loud. So yeah, basically. I would say very good advice is to get on Ticketmaster early before the actual queue and sale happens. They tell you to get on 10
1: minutes prior to the queue, prior to tickets going on sale. So, like, if they go on sale at
0: 10 a.m., be on there at 9.50. But what I'm saying, no, sorry, I didn't finish my sentence, but what I'm saying is basically get on Ticketmaster, like, the day before or something, and put your card, it's okay, put your card information into Ticketmaster. So. Let's say you have a Ticketmaster account, you can put card information in to your account so that it's quicker. And once you get your seats, you can just press like purchase, go, and then that's it. Mhm. So yeah, definitely try and do lo- that. You can
1: lose your uh, seats if you don't pay quick. Basically. Yeah. Right. It's it's a little bit more in depth than that, but to keep it simple,
0: you I can was- lose your tickets if you take. Yeah. You I have a question. I actually don't know the answer to this. So this mm-hmm. is a question for Meg, but do you? So let's say you sign up for like Capital One presale. Uh-huh. Do you have to use a Capital One card to pay yes. for the ticket? Okay. Err. Uh, actually, because I don't know if you I, do or not.
1: I actually <clears throat> don't know the answer to that. My thought would be no, only because yeah, I think your no. code is the last Wait, digits code. of that card. Mm-hmm. so therefore the company is still making money because you have their card right. so so i don't think that part matters yeah but i'm also not sure don't quote me on that
0: yeah so the question is basically like let's say i sign up for capital one pre-sale do i have to use a capital one card to purchase the actual ticket honestly just to be so, safe just use it like, yeah or just look it up i don't even yeah know. or we look we don't it know up. all the answers whatever okay queuing what does this even mean does that mean just like queuing oh in like, the queue yes oh okay The queue is just, like, the line, the digital line. It's very
1: stressful. Um, You're extremely lucky if you get in before it says
0: 2,000-plus people in line ahead of you. But, but, just because there's a lot of people ahead of you doesn't mean you're not going to get tickets. Like, wait, 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 wait. Don't freaking tap out because if you don't wait... It's not going to, like. Yeah, you'll never, you're never going to know. Right.
1: And for our Hosier tickets, we ended up waiting 30 minutes in queue, and they sold out. But then we ran to SeatGeek and got third-party tickets, which is a whole other thing. We might do a whole other episode on that, but for this purpose, we're only going to be talking about verified tickets through Ticketmaster, through a, um, through a um, verified sale, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, what I just said
0: um yeah so then when you're so let's say you're in the queue you get in you're selecting your seats obviously plan out beforehand i would say before the actual sale i would say plan out what what section you want to be in what seats you want etc obviously depends how much on you want to spend yeah how much you want to know how spend. i would know make, what your budget is. i would make a budget and make a very clear one because it's easy to you know straight away obviously though when we're talking about this both of us are financially able to like pay for these tickets and obviously, it's not like that for everybody, so we're kind of coming from a point of view of, like... Imagine you have all the money in the world, which right. obviously we don't, but, like, exactly. for the purposes of this episode. Yeah, but, yeah, that's just kind of what we're saying, because our point of view, like, we go to a lot of different concerts, which we're very lucky to be able to go to, but, like... I worked very hard this time. Yeah, she did, and so did I even though I didn't have a job, but I still made a lot of money because I was babysitting. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so selecting seats, basically just pick uh, whatever seat you chose before. Wait, sorry, that didn't make sense. Just, like, before the actual sale, kind of have an idea of, like, where you want to sit, basically. But obviously it depends because of the auditorium and the stadium and what it looks like and all that stuff. Auditorium? So, sorry, whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't Venue. freaking know. Venue. Yeah. Oh,
1: that is a loud bird. Hi, bird.
0: <laughs> Hi. Hello. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, checking out. Next. Checking out when you're got the thingies. Basically, normally checkout is timed. How long is it? Like ten minutes or something? I
1: don't remember. What? Checking out? Oh, 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 oh. because this is where I was getting at if it takes too long. Yeah. Um, it's usually seven to ten minutes. Um for a so, lot of things I wanna say it's seven minutes, but
0: I don't yeah. know. I think it kind of just varies. So once you've chosen your tickets, you have, like, seven minutes to... And you click, like, check out or get right. them now or whatever You have, whatever like, seven-something minutes or less or more. But a lot of times it's timed, so you don't have, like... Forever. You can't just, like, yeah. hold on to them for, like, a whole day and then, like, decide you don't want to buy them.
1: Right. Like, they'll, so they'll, give, they'll give them away to someone else if you don't, like, buy them mm-hmm. in that amount of time.
0: Yeah. So... There's also things to consider with, like, what to do if they're sold out, all that stuff. Because if they're sold out, then you can always, like, find them, you know, resale. But that's just a whole other thing that would take mm-hmm. literally forever to talk about because we'll, we'll make resale is more expensive and blah, 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 blah. But there is ways to get the tickets even if you weren't in the original, like, uh, sale to get the tickets. So don't, like, feel discouraged. So lastly there's obviously like special offers and stuff like that. I don't really know, like what do we mean by that? Oh, um, that means
1: sorry, I'm eating a granola bar. (laughs) Um, you guys can probably like hear me chewing, that's really awkward. Um Special offers means like VIP or Q and A, fast lane. Those are the kind of like big three special offers that you can select while buying tickets there's a couple more for amphitheaters but that's a little bit different so basically um i'm gonna start with vip vip depends on the artist and definitely definitely go and look to see what that means like for example taylor her vip tickets are usually like pretty good seating like it's usually middle like 200 sections so not lower bowl but not upper bowl slash nosebleeds it's like right in the middle and she gave her VIP uh, ticket holders um, a VIP box that had, like, posters and a tote bag
0: and a little pin. Yeah. That kind of stuff. when I, I got VIP for Taylor and I didn't know really what it meant fully, and then I got the box. And there was one. Also, we paid... Four, so we bought, like, four tickets when we bought the Taylor tickets, but we paid for them all at once, and they did send us four separate boxes for each ticket. Yeah. So it's not, like, one box per, um, like, card or whatever. I don't yeah,
1: know. so a lot of the times VIP can in- also include or venues will have, like, lounge seating. That, to me, is a ripoff. That's my personal opinion.
0: I don't even know what lounge seating it's is. It's
1: basically like they, like, it's like a box seat if you think about that in an mm. arena. So it's basically a really overpriced seating area that has food. But usually they charge you money for the food. It's just, like, better food than, like, the normal, like, hot dogs and and bad barbecue that they have. Like, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you don't yeah. know what I mean. But I don't know how else to explain it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that to me is a rebuff. Then there's also Q and A. So Q and A tickets means you get to go into the venue early. This and is normally
0: in much smaller. Yes, this is normally
1: in like smaller venues. Um, um, you get to go into the into the venue early, and you get to ask the artists like team representative questions, and then they will then ask the artist questions that they handpick. So it's really interactive. You usually get to talk with the artists, take a photo. Um, and it's usually for Q and A, you also get like little like signed lanyards and stuff. Mm-hmm. That also depends on the artist. That's really, really cool. And if you have ever have the opportunity to get Q and a tickets, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to see Ash with q and a tickets, and then she canceled um, that tour. But um I but like that was gonna come with a signed lanyard and like a I want to say like a tote bag and like a photo with her. Oh, I'm not really cool. sure, but yeah, it was gonna be really cool. Um, next thing, fast lane. So I have had one experience with fast lane in an amphitheater when I had lawn tickets for Louis Tomlinson. So basically, because I'm really, really short, um, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but I'm really short, and so I wanted to try to get like the barricade of the lawn section. Mm-hmm. So me and my friend Emily, or you guys know Emily, um, we uh, got fast lane, and we got basically fast lane means you get to go into the venue like 30 minutes to an hour before everyone else and that also kind of depends on the venue and how it works and functions as a whole but you get to go in early and that was nice because we got to like secure our spots so we ended up getting barricade of lawn and everything was amazing um so that's fast lane um if you care about where you're sitting in general admission I and you don't want to queue or you or you don't want to like wait in line for as long that's a great option it's usually pretty cheap um it's usually between 10 and 15 dollars and then the last thing is um last thing I want to mention is for amphitheaters you can usually um rent a lawn chair or like a blanket for money and to me that is also a humongous ripoff because it's usually pretty overpriced and most venues allow you to bring a small beach towel, which is enough to save two people's spots. So I'm gonna give you an example. For Hosier, which we're going to on Thursday, <laughs> Sorry. Um, we are on the lawn. And so we are gonna be bringing two beach towels mm-hmm. and two of us are gonna go in the fast lane and put down the towels. So mm-hmm. that saves four people's spots because it's me and Anna and our moms. Meg knows more about this whole process yeah. than I do, TBH. So. so definitely look into that. And, oh, Diesel. oh yeah, Anna's dog's out here now. Um, definitely look into that, but I think personally, um, VIP slash Q&A and Lane are amazing offers and I think that they're worth the price, but I can see how if you are more of a casual fan it might not be worth the money yeah um but i also will say vip and q a are usually significantly more expensive than normal
0: face value tickets correct so yeah that is all that we have for you guys today so in this part covering yeah so this is part one of a two-part series that's gonna be our full like comprehensive guide so we might be missing stuff i mean we probably are and we're trying to make this in the most like simple terms but I feel like this is also like people who go to concerts a lot might understand what we're saying but like people who don't might not so hopefully this all makes sense to you guys but that was the. it's kind of a
1: trial and error experience and you're Mm -hmm. gonna get like used to it
0: the more you do it so that was the pre and pre-buying and buying experience everything so yeah that is part one and we'll probably release do we want to release them back to back um No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we haven't decided yet, but we we'll, we don't know yet if we're going to do part one and part two of this little, like, mini-series, I guess, back-to-back or not. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. This was kind of, like, we tried to make it very organized. But.
1: Yeah, and I know we talked fast. It's because we're trying to keep mm-hmm. our videos short. It's really hard to upload right, and hard to gra- uh, keep people's ear when it's, like, yeah
0: really long. So But hopefully this wasn't bad for you guys. I don't know. I get sometimes when I listen to podcasts like I just get bored. Let let us know your thoughts. Let us know your opinions. Yeah, all of that kind of stuff. (laughs) It would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. We are so excited to be finally recording again. Like, you guys don't even understand. It's been a whole process. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a lot. We've been trying to get back to this for a really long time, and we finally started to get it working. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, we didn't bore you. See you in the next one. Yeah. Bye, Bye, guys. guys.